Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom and we are now in Masechet Psachim Dafkuf Tet Amud Bet. This will be an inordinately long podcast as we're going to cover the entire sugya of Zugot. Uh, herein. The Mishnah says that you can give the Ani no less than four cups because of the four cups of wine. The question is, How can the Rabbanan establish something that is dangerous? A person should not eat things in pairs, or drink in pairs, which is our problem. Wiping oneself. Or to have relations twice. What does that mean? Or Nachman Markras, or Nachman's answer to this is the Pasuk says Lel Shimurim. Pesach is a night of watching. Meaning God watches us from demon demonic attacks and possessions that night so we can live a little bit more uh, carefree. When counting things up, a kos shel bracha, and each one of them is a, is a kos shel bracha, only uh, adds for the good. Meaning, if let's say you add an even amount of cups, then a third one that's kos shel bracha will make it an odd number. But if the total is even as a result of kos shel bracha, not a problem. Ravina mar ba kos The Rabbanon established four independent cups. Derecherut, kochad vechad, mitzvah benafshu. Everyone is independent. So it's not four cups, it's four different events of one cup. Okay, now back in the bright, a person shouldn't have relations twice in a row. Clearly he was uh, had intentions, and then he changed his mind. So what it means is, shouldn't eat or drink in pairs, and if he does so, shouldn't have relations at all, because he's already weak and vulnerable, and then he'll get weak and get worse. If somebody drinks double, he's taking his life into his own hands. When's that? Now we're going to whittle it down. That's if he didn't go outside. If he drank a cup, went outside, came back in, drank another cup, then it's okay. So I saw one of my teachers, every time he drank a cup of wine, he'd go outside and then come back to have another one. And by the way, this is only a problem if he's going to go on a journey. If he's staying at home, then it's not a problem, because he's not in any case in danger and vulnerable, that uh, the further vulnerability of Zugot would probably be a problem. Going to sleep, that's like going on a journey, and therefore you have to be careful. Going out to the privy, outside of the house, of course, the privy is again a dangerous thing, and therefore, one should not be extra vulnerable by having zugot. Uvetolo, it's not a problem if you're just staying in your house. Rava mani kashure. Rava used to count the beams of the of the roof when he'd have a cup of wine, kind of keep count that way to make sure that he always had an odd number. If Abai was having one cup, his nanny, his ime would be his nanny, he was born an orphan, of course, would give him two cups, so that he would keep count. When he would have two cups, his servant would have another one. If he had one, he'd give him another two. Betray a day with both of his hands. The idea was that he should never uh, encounter this even in the house. The answer is, These are great people, and therefore the Mazikin see them as a special target, and therefore even in the house it's dangerous. If you drink 10 cups of wine, then it's not zugot. In other words, that's beyond the um, 
zugot issue, and what's the reason? Ula l'tamei, damar ula, v'amilam anitatana, ula himself said, perhaps it's a bright asarakosotkinuchachamimbeitaeval. There used to be a custom of having ten cups of wine as part of the elaborate perkatamazon in a beitaeval. But if you think that there's a problem of zugot, of pears, then why would the Rabbanan establish a custom which is dangerous? So 10 clearly is already beyond the problem of pears. But 8, that's, that's already within the realm. They said, The word shalom, and the point here is that the last of the Birkat Kohanim, which is seven words, is mitzaref only letova. And the idea is, therefore, that if you're having eight cups, you're already in a safe zone, because you had seven plus one. But six, that's a problem. They said, The middle one of Berchad Kohanim, which has five words. Again, only helps out to go to a better one, but not a worse one. So that means that if you had five, then fifth won't count as a fifth unless it's getting you out of four. But to get you to six, it won't get, it won't get you to six, so therefore six is okay. Four is a problem, which of course is how we started, because of four cups. So the next generation said, So you see, each succeeding generation whittles away at this idea of it being a problem. Three words, again, will only count for help, not to hurting, so therefore four cups is not a problem to start with. And Rav himself followed this reasoning. Sometimes when the students would leave, he'd give them four cups to drink before they would go. Even though one of the students once got hurt, Rav didn't think that was a sign, and he continued to do it. That's because he asked questions, or perhaps he was too too strenuous in his challenges in the Beit Midrash. That's why he was attacked, but not because of the pears. Now, one parenthetic note here is that clearly this is working within an entire system of beliefs about the supernatural world, about metaphysics, about the cult, whatever it may be, that is not necessarily shared uh, by all of Chachamei Israel, and certainly over the generations this sugya was viewed in different ways by different Chachamim. Uh, but here we come into uh, one of the more curious passages of Rav Yosef, Yosef Shida. So Rav Yosef said, Yosef the Shade, Yosef the demon had a conversation with me, and what did he say? Ashmedai Malka, the king of the demons. Ashmedai Malka, we're about him in Gitin. Deshidi memuneh zuga. Who's he's Malka Deshidi? He's the king of the demons. He's the guy who's in charge of all people who drink pears or eat in pears. Malka loikur mazik. A king is not a mazik. Therefore, none of this is a problem. He got Amrilah Haigisa. Some people say the opposite. Adra Malka Ratchanahu. The king can be angry. My debari Avid. The king can do whatever he wants. He has eminent domain. A king can break through a fence in order to make a path for himself, and nobody can stop him. So he can do whatever he wants. Therefore, it's it's excessively dangerous. Amar Papa, Amar Yosef Shida. So this Yosef Shida had conversations with the seven Chachamim. Papa, who was a student of a student of Rabbi Yosef, said that he had a conversation with me. Betray Katlin and Be'armalo Katlin. If they do things too, then we'll kill them. If it's four, meaning a double pair, we won't kill them, but, but, we'll damn, we'll hurt them. Two, by the way, is whether they did it inadvertently or intentionally, which is why those rabbis would have an extra cup around. 
But four, it's only if they intentionally do it, kind of in our face, but not if they do it in, un, uh, unintentionally. Let's say that unintentionally the guy had uh, two cups, and so therefore he is in danger, and he's about to leave. What should he do? The answer is, the small, he should take the thumb of his right hand, put it into his left hand, and then the opposite, and has his hands interlocked, and should say, you guys and me together make three. In other words, I might have had two cups, but there's three of us here, because he's counting his fingers and himself. But if he hears the shades say, me too, that makes four. So he should say, so me is also five. If he says six, so hasheva, and it can go on forever. As we see, once there was a case where some chacham went back and forth with the shade until he got to 101, and the shade of the shade then busted apart. The demon. Amar Meimar. Amar Ali Rishtinhu Denashim Kshafaniot. So here's another conversation. The one who's in charge of all of the women uh, witches, or the women who, women who do uh, witchcraft. If you bump into women who are doing witchcraft, you should say the following. I translated it on the page. I don't even want to translate it out loud. Good. Good. So that that's the formula. Take a look on the page on the handout. I've translated it. But In Israel, they just didn't care about this thing of pairs. But Ravdimi of Nahardea. This is not Ravdimi of um, of. Uh, uh, of uh, Tetveria, who was one of the the Chute, but he's Rabdimi of Nahardea. Uh, he was even careful about when they would sell wine and they would make marks on the barrels. He would be careful that they shouldn't put them in pairs. In other words, there should be an odd number of markings on the side of the barrel to mark how much they had sold barrels of wine. Uh, one time there was a case where they weren't mocking on it, and the barrel broke open. So that seemed to confirm it. Call of the Milta. What's the bottom line of this? Call the copied copti day. Anybody who's careful about this, they're careful with you. Look copied. If you don't care about it, look copied by day. Then the Mazikim don't care. And that's, by the way, the Meiri picks up on that line and he says this whole thing is a psychological manifestation. There's nothing real about it. And he says that's the bottom line about it is that if you believe in it, it's going to affect you, but if not, not. In any case, uh, of course, the Miri is relatively marginalized on this. Even though that's the case, you should still be a little extra careful. This is Rav Dimi of Tveria. He came from Eretzisvel and said, So we have a tradition about eggs, nuts, uh, zucchini or cucumber, some, some, some sort of gourd, and something else shouldn't be eaten in pears. However, they didn't know what the other fruit was. So they said all pears are out as a result of that. And what we said before about ten or eight or six or even four, Bayan Rava saying it's not a problem. That's only for mazikin, meaning for uh, demons to attack you. 
That, we may say, might not happen if you have those numbers. But as far as being vulnerable to a hex, even if you have a million, and it's uh, since it's an even number, then you could be in trouble. There's a story about a man who divorced his wife. So she went and married a... Um, <coughs> A store owner, a chenvani, um, and she and she did this. Um, Call Yoma have v'shati chamra. Every day, this ex-husband would go and drink wine. I would lake shafim, and she went and ran a hex on him. It never worked. He was always careful to drink in odd numbers. One day he got very drunk. He had no idea how much he had drunk. He had until 16 cups. He was still careful. After he passed 16 cups, he wasn't clear-headed. And he wasn't careful. And he peaked the bazooka. Turns out she somehow got him to leave the store right when he'd had an even number. Also, when he walked out, and some error bumped into him. There's a dead man walking. He went and grabbed on in his drunken stupor to a uh, palm tree. The, the palm tree turns out dried up. And fell over and he died. And so you see that you're vulnerable to this witchcraft. Bowls and uh, loaves of bread aren't reckoned for this problem. Call it a milta, what's the rule? Anything that's completed by man, like making bread or bowls, and zugot. It's made by heaven, meaning fruit as is, if it's uh, different kinds of food, then we're concerned. If you're drinking in a store, it's there's no problem. This we had earlier, if you changed your mind, I mean you had a cup of wine, then you changed your mind and decided to have another, it's not a problem. If you're a guest at somebody's house, not a problem. A woman doesn't have to worry about this at all. If she's on her own rights, an important woman, then uh, then we do have to be concerned. Isparagus was a particular kind of drink that they had uh, that had all sorts of uh, uh, spices in it. And we often drink it to get rid of halitosis. In any case, they said that it's mitzvahreflu tovayit can be counted as another cup to take you out of even to ad vein mitzvahreflu rabba doesn't count towards even. Ravina mishmei derava zuge lechumra vaamri le zuge lekula. So he had a statement uh, which is that if you're not sure if you had uh, zugot, then you should have another cup because after all, if it was zugot, now you've had an odd number, and if it was an odd number, then you're nimlach, and so therefore it won't be zugot. And some people said, Zugelakula, which is to say, don't have another cup, uh, because of the following reason. After all, we said that, there, that it only matters if you're Makpit. So if you don't care, you don't care. The minute you start saying, oh, I might have had uh, Zugot, I'll have another cup, you're showing that you uh, are care, in which case you may be more vulnerable. Let's say you have two cups of wine and one cup of mead, it doesn't count. Trade the shikhr of achad the chamra. If they have the opposite mitzvah, if it counts, v'simanecha zaklal, from mechubelo mina chamur mimenu tamei mina kal mimenu tahor. If you're coming from something which is more severe than it, the the the, the mnemonic is really from a rule in tuma. If you're um, 
connected to something which is more severe as far as its ability to get Tumah, then it's Tameh, and if not, not. So in the same way, if you have one cup of wine coming from two cups of Shechar, then you're connected to it, and now it's all of them three, and you know I'm a problem. Okay, Amrav Nachum Amrav. Trey Kama Taka V'chayla Taka Let's say you have two cups of wine before they bring out the food and one with the food. Then mitzdarif, and you're okay. Chad but if the opposite, you have one before the food and two with the food, lo mitzdarif, and then you got a problem. What we need the table there to come? All we need is for the guy to have an odd number. The guy's good, he's had three. What do we care? Two, one, one, two. Right, But everybody agrees that two before the meal and one after the meal don't count, because the meal broke them up. Evidently, there was a story with Rabbi Barnachmani um, that um, they uh, they brought the table back to him uh, to have more, so that he wouldn't be have have If you have. Um, wine that is mazug, meaning that it's been uh, diluted with the uh, appropriate measure, then it's mitzaref, chutz minamayim, right? So if you have uh, cold water and hot water, hot water and cold water, uh, then that doesn't count towards cups of wine to add on. He said that's only true if you put hot water into cold. Cold into, into hot. But if you just put some hot water into other hot water, vice versa, lo, that's not called mazug. There's four things that if you do them, you take your life in your own hands. If you go to the bathroom between a palm tree and a wall, you walk between two palm trees, you drink water that's borrowed, you cross over water that was spilled out. Even if you saw your wife spill it out in front of you, um, all of these things are uh, are just bad luck and and gonna, invitations for bad stuff. Let's now whittle these down. That's only if there's not four amot between you and the wall. If you have that that space, then it's okay. Even if it's narrower, that's only if there's no other path. If there's another path to go, late lanbat. What about walking between two palm trees? That's only if there's no rishutarabim there. Then it's uh, in Rishut That's if he borrowed from a katan. not an adult. That's only in the field. Where the demons are not. I'll be in the city. Then late That's where people are about. So there, therefore, it's okay. It's only water. wine and beer or mead. Late lanbat. If you, the other thing, walking over water that's spilled out, that's only if there's no dirt over them. You didn't spit into it. If you did either one of those, it's still okay. That's if the sun didn't pass over it. But if the sun passed over it, um, or at least 60 people walked over it, 60 steps, literally, walked over it, then again, a late lanba, then 
we are again not bothered. If you're riding on a donkey, or you didn't tie your shoes, if you're riding on a donkey and your shoes are tied, late on by won't affect you. Again, this is a whole system we're not familiar with. And by the way, this is only if you're not in a position where you already are vulnerable to kshafim. But if you are vulnerable to witchcraft, then uh, then even if all of these conditions are met, and you should be careful about about these four things. Like that case of a guy, there was a guy riding on a donkey and his shoes were tied. And his... Um, Um, his uh, his shoes um, fell, uh, got too small for him, and his uh, and his legs withered. There are three that um, we should not have them be between people, or have a person be between them. A kelev, a aisha, a dog, a palm tree, a woman. Shomim alpha chazir, perhaps a pig also. Shomim alpha nachash, perhaps a snake also. Vehim matzin maitakante. If you have a situation where it's two men with a woman in the middle, or snake in the middle, or two snakes around a man, what do you do? Papa niftach peel v'nifsik peel. You should say some sort of a pasuk that starts with the word el, like el motzi every time, right? And then ma paal el end with a pasuk that ends with el. Inami niftach below v'nifsik below, or a pasuk that begins or ends with lo, which is el turned around. Hani beitrei de matzalu isha nida. There was a woman who was a nida and ended up standing between two men. Im tchilat nida taihi horeket achad man. If she's the beginning of her nida, one of them will die. Im sof nida taihi. If it's the end, riva will have an end. She's going to end up creating bad blood between them, as it were. Ma'ita kante. What should they do? Niftach be'al v'nifsik be'al. Two women sitting at a crossroads. One on each side of the path. If they're facing each other, they're certainly involved in witchcraft and stay away. What should you do? There's another way to go. Take that. If there isn't, if there's another man with it, with you, then you should hold hands with each other and pass to If there's nobody, no other person in the name of Hachi, you should say, Right, that's the formula. If you bump into a encounter a woman who's coming out of the mikvah from Tvilat Mitzvah, on her way to rejoin her husband, if you then go home and have relations with your own wife beforehand, then you're going to end up with a very licentious uh, motivation. But if she goes ahead first, then she will end up that way. So how do you get rid of this? The Pasuk from Tehillim Kuv Zayin. Very well-known Pasuk. What does it mean? Somebody who sleeps in the in the shade of a soul palm tree, or in the shade of the moon. That's if no other tree's shadow falls in you. That's okay. So what's the case where you're taking your life in your hands if you do these things? So I feel like I said, then, if there's no other shadow of another tree on, on it, then even out in the field, why in the chatzer? 
must be that in a chatzer, even if the shadow of another tree falls on it, it's no good. What about the moon? That's on the uh, on the west. Alright, but when it's rising, meaning when it's setting, that's the problem. When it's rising, it's okay. Haiman de Mefani on Nirda de Dikla. Alright, somebody who goes to the bathroom. Achta the Didei Ruach Palga. So somebody who, uh, uses the stump of a Dekel is going to get very sick. Vahaiman de Matsli Reshe Agirda de Dikla. Somebody who leans his head on, uh, on the stump of a, um, of a palm tree. Uh, he's going to end up with some, some with a very bad headache. Haiman de pasia dikla. If you walk on that, that tree, mikdel katil. If um, the tree was cut down, then you'll end up getting killed. The akar, if it was uprooted, meakromayit, he'll get uprooted and die. Hanimili de lamanach kari ilave. That's only if you don't put your foot on it. Manach kari ilave de If you put your foot on it, then it's okay. Um Tulehave, there's five rules about shadow. Tula de Dikla Yechida, the shadow of a soul palm tree, we said you shouldn't be in that. Tula de Chanda, the um the uh the tree that's called a kanda tree. Uh Tula de Pircha of flowers, Tula de Zradta of thorns, and Ikadami of Tula de Arba. The, uh, Darvata, the, uh, shadow of a boat and the shadow of a willow. Uh, being in those shadows is very, very dangerous. Call the milta. What's the rule? Call the nafish anpe kashi tule. Anything that has a lot of branches, it's the shadow is dangerous. Call the kashi silave kashi tule. And, uh, if the wood is hard, then the, the, uh, shadow is also dangerous. Levar mikro masha afagavi kashi silave lo kashi tule. There's a particular, uh, kind of flower that has hard wood on it, and nonetheless, um, it's or a certain kind of a tree that has very hard wood, um, and uh, even though, nonetheless, the shadow is not dangerous. To Amrala, Shade Levra, there was a shade that told her son, Pirche Nafshach Mikro Masha, get away from that tree, that's the tree that killed your father, the shade, day. Alright, and, okay. Amravashi. Chazin of Kahana, the parish Mikulu Sule I saw that Rav Kahana, my Rebbe, would stay away from all, sh- all shadows. Be Pirche Ruche, Deve Zradata Sheda, Deve Igre Rishpa. And the, the different things here, which is, the ones that are near the, um, near the, the, um, caper bush, those are called Ruchi. The ones that are near the roses, those are called, um, Sheda, and the ones that are in uh, gardens are called Rishafim. So I don't know, what's the difference? So the answer is the Kamea, for an amulet to write against it. This one that's called Birche is something that has no eyes. To be able to cut it out. So one of the students was going actually used that as a bathroom. He heard the demon coming on it because he then cut it out because the demon had no this demon at this area in this shadow had no eyes. As it was walking away, um, 
the the this bad spirit grabbed on because was blinded now and grabbed onto this tree and the tree fell over just like we had in the earlier story and the spirit was gone. Um Pircha Devezradata Shady. We said those are called Shady. Hazradata the Smichalamata Lopachta Mishitin Shady. If there are roses that are near the city, there's at least sixty shading there. The man of Kamina, the Michtav La Kamia, to write an amulet. Hahubar Kasha, the Demata, the Azavakai, uh, Gabez Radata, the Avisamech Lamata. So there's a particular, um, Bar Kasha, um, there was a, a leader in the city, kind of a ruler of the city. Who went and near the this rose bush that was right near the town? Alubay shitin shady beistakan sixty shady attacked him and he was endangered. Ata alahum erabanan the liyada zrata the shitin shady. He came to a rabbi who a, a student who did not know that there were sixty shady in there. Katav la kamei alachad shady. He wrote him an amulet against one shade. Shamer talu chinga begavei kamashu hachi. So the market super rabbanan. So, um. He felt like they were making a whole party inside him, singing, and they were singing songs, which basically said, uh, He said, he went to a guy who he thought was a scholar, but it was a guy who didn't even know how to say a bracha. In other words, um, they sang, this great scholar who wrote the Kamea against us really knew nothing. Now another student came who knew about this. He wrote a Kamea against all 60. He heard them say, Let's get out of this guy. Let's get out of here. Okay, which we find in Shirat Hazinu, there's two kinds of Ketev. One before noon, one afternoon. The one in the morning is called Ketev That's the other Ketev. So the first one uh, that's in the morning um Is seen in the in the kutach. Remember the kutach habavli uh, pot, all right? And it is rolling around in there. And the one in the afternoon is uh, can be seen between the the horns of the goat. All right. So two students of Rava later, but Abaya was walking, and these two students are on each side. A Ketamiri demon coming to his left. A Hadil or Papa the small, he switched them around. So, why didn't you consider me? Why are you putting me in front of him? You're a fortunate man right now. And, um, and, uh, and therefore I know that they won't hurt you. Your star is rising. So from the first of Tammuz until the 16th, they're certainly around. They might be around. And where do you find them? You find them in the Chatzad flowers, uh, that isn't yet a Garmida high. Most of them though, sorry, uh, in the uh, shade of the morning and the late afternoon, 
Most of them you'll find in the shadow of the Beit HaKisa. There are three things that the uh, that um, that cause you to go blind. Right. Somebody who um, who combs his hair when it's dry. And somebody who drinks uh, from uh, wine that's dripping out of the barrel. And somebody who puts on his shoes or ties his shoes when his sh- feet are still wet. Okay? Uh, so, uh, we'll hear a folk, uh, folk, folk wisdom in a second. But if you have... Um, If something's hanging in your house, anything's hanging in your house, that's a bad sign that's going to bring poverty. Um, if you hang something up, it's like your mazonets are being held. That's only something like bread. It'll be sort of chavari, but meat or fish that's normally hung up to dry late lanba. If, on the other hand, you have um uh bran in the house, then it is uh inviting uh poverty. Nishora If you have uh crumbs all around the house that's gonna cause poverty. And on Friday night and on Wednesday night, which is when Mazikim are really around in big numbers, then the uh Mazikim uh soak them uh, that's who the guy in charge of these things are. Is If you have um, a, a plate sitting on top of the barrel, then that will cause poverty. Somebody who drinks water um, uh, out of a plate is will cause himself some eye pain. The achil tachle will amashi yaday mafchid platin If somebody eats this shichloim uh, without washing his hands, then he should be afraid for thirty days of being endangered. The mesochar will amashi yaday mafchid shiva yomi. If somebody does hakasat adam bloodletting and doesn't wash his hands, he should be afraid for seven days. If he has a haircut and doesn't wash his hands, for three days he should be afraid of being attacked by demons. If he removes his fingernails and doesn't wash his hands, he should be afraid for one day. But he won't know what he's afraid of. It's a sense of, sense, a sense of dread. If you have your hand uh, on your nostrils, then uh, that's a way to that's indicating fear. And if you have your hand on your forehead, then that's a way to uh, indicating you're going to go to sleep. Tana, let's say I have food or drink under the bed. Even if they're covered with iron, you have ruach on them. Don't drink, don't drink water on Wednesday or Friday nights. If you do, you're taking your life in your own hands. My sakana, what's that? It's a bad spirit. What if you're thirsty? You should quote the seven 
call Hashem's that David said Al Hamayim and Mizmor Chavtet and then drink. Shemar call Adonai Lamayim Alakavod Hirim call Adonai Marabim two call Adonai Koach three call Adonai Gadar four call Adonai Shorazim and Shorad Adonai Tazayonon five call Adonai Kotzev Lahavodesh call Adonai Chinurai that's six Echlan Amakadesh call Adonai Cholalayalot that's seven. So if you order Echalokolomer Kavod. Famously in Brachot, they said that's the Makor for the seven Brachot we say on Shabbat and Yom Tov in Tefillah. Vilo Nemahach, if you can't do that, say this. Lul Shafan, Anigron, Andirfan, Ben Kochvi, Yatevna, Ben Bli, Eshmina, Zilna. And if you can't say that, Vilo, Ike, Nishbadeh, if somebody else is there, Nit Arei, Valemele, wake him up and say, it's in him, Plantia, Plantia, Sachinamaya. He says to the guy, I'm thirsty, Vahadar Nishti, and then drink. Vilov, there's nobody there. You know, when you can wake up, Makashkesh nichta ma'achatzpa v'hadashati. So you kind of shake at the barrel and drink. Vilov nishti b'amidi v'adnishir. Throw something in and drink. Tanarban aloyste adam ma'im lomin anarot v'lomin agamim balayla. Don't drink from those sort of sources like rivers or lakes at night. Vim shata demoroshov. If you do, you take your life in your own hand. Me'as sakana. My sakana. What's the sakana? Sangat shavrirei. Shavrirei is another kind of uh, of a uh, bad spirit. Um, uh, that's gonna hurt your eyes, it can blind you. Uh, what if you're thirsty and that's all you have? If you have somebody else, you say that. If not, what's the incantation? You kind of whittle down the name sort of destroying this thing that's going to hurt you. And I'm thirsty for water in white cups. Right? And that's the incantation that's going to help you deal with this. Okay, we'll return to the regular study of Psachim uh, and look at the Tamchui uh, in the next podcast. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.